Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I'm so glad you tuned in for part two of our three-part series, Know When to Say No. Today we're talking about something that is a major struggle for a lot of business owners. Knowing when it's time to end a relationship with a client. That's a tough one, right? We love our clients and our business depends on them. But sometimes we find ourselves in a client relationship that is no longer good for us or our business. Hopefully it doesn't happen often, but it's still important to be able to recognize when it's time to say goodbye. Today we're going to talk about the signs that tell you it's time to end a client relationship. And then I'm going to give you some awesome tips on how to fire a client without hurting your business. So first of all, I think we have to acknowledge that nobody loves all their clients all the time. Sometimes they're too demanding, too picky, too slow to make decisions, whatever. We all have complaints sometimes. And even if a client regularly drives you crazy, it might not be time to dump them. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there are some red flags that tell you a relationship needs to end immediately. No questions asked. Number one is a client that is verbally abusive to you or your team. If they are yelling at you, calling you names, making threats, that is an instant goodbye. No client on earth is worth that. And I'm not talking about a client that gets worked up once in a while. There's a huge difference. This is someone who constantly berates you or your team and is never pleased with anything you do. Trust me, I've been in a relationship like that and it is not worth it. You don't need that kind of toxic behavior in your life or your business. Dump them and dump them fast. You also can't afford to tolerate clients who don't pay promptly. Your payment terms are set in your contract, or they should be. If you have a client who is constantly, significantly late with their payment, doesn't pay in full, or just ignores your invoices altogether, they've got to go. You can't run a business where you constantly chase the money you're owed. Fire them and make room for clients who pay dependably. The final red flag is when you have a client that is never satisfied with anything. You can produce top-notch work that's in perfect alignment with your contract, and they're still not happy with it. You've discussed it over and over, and no matter what changes you make, they're still complaining. Enough already. Stop wasting time when you know you can't make them happy, and let them move on and torment somebody else. Okay, So these are really clear signs that a client relationship simply isn't working and is never going to work. So it's best to cut ties cleanly and move on. But what about those situations that aren't so clear cut? That's a much tougher call to make. What do you do when a client isn't abusive or irrational, but they still annoy the living hell out of you? The person who makes you groan whenever their name pops up on your email? The one that makes you screen your phone calls? You know what I'm talking about, right? We've all got one, and you're probably picturing them in your head right now. In this case, you've got to decide whether or not it's worth it to continue the relationship. Here are some signs that it's probably time to move on. If you feel drained after every conversation you have, or if you feel like you rehash the same things over and over and over, that is a relationship that is unlikely to improve. If you find yourself working overtime to please them, but they're still not happy, it's probably gone past the point of repair. 
If you dread every new assignment or consider faking your own death and moving to another country to avoid another meeting with them, it's time to say goodbye. If you're considering dumping your business and going back to your nine-to-five grind to avoid them, it's definitely time to cut ties. We all have annoying clients, but if you truly can't stand them and even the thought of them ruins your day, that is not a relationship worth saving. If you're torn on your decision, think about how you could change things to make this client relationship more palatable. Do you need to set some stronger boundaries? Maybe define the scope of work more clearly or set specific times that you're available to talk. Maybe you need to redraw your contract and reduce the services you provide. Maybe you need to reassign them to a team member that doesn't hate their guts. Whatever works for you and your business. It's okay to keep a client if you're on the fence, but don't hesitate to take the steps that make this relationship work better for you. Now, there might be times that you need to fire a client that you genuinely like and respect. That's probably the hardest call to make. But sometimes it's the best choice for both of you. Businesses change and evolve. And sometimes you or your clients outgrow each other, and that's totally okay. Maybe they have grown a great deal, and their needs are greater than you can take on. Maybe your business is changing, and the tasks you're doing for a client no longer align with your goals or values. Maybe this just isn't the kind of work you want to be known for or want to do anymore. And that's okay. Set them free so they can find someone who is a better fit to provide the services they need. Don't waste your limited time and resources on clients that are no longer an asset for your business. You should also give yourself permission to cut ties with clients who are just too much trouble. If they constantly try to change the agreed upon scope of a project or add more work without being willing to pay more, you can dump them. If they're super needy and call you nonstop about every little thing and take up way too much time, you don't have to keep working with them. And if they're just too damn flaky, and you have to chase them down to get answers or approval every single time, let them go. The main takeaway here is that you need to know your worth. You work hard, and you're good at what you do, and you deserve clients that recognize that. Good clients help you build a better business, so if you have dead weight that's holding you back, don't be afraid to toss them and make room for the good ones. Because I'm telling you, letting go of the ones that are not ideal does make room for those that are ideal and they do show up. Okay, so now that you know when to fire a client, let's talk about how to do it. It's never pleasant to terminate a relationship and you always want to do it in a way that's least painful for you, your client, and your business. That requires you to conduct yourself in the most polite and professional way possible. It doesn't matter what the situation is or how much you can't stand the client in question. You always keep your cool and maintain your professionalism. This isn't the time to tell them what you really think. You want to end this without damaging your business or your reputation. You don't want to burn the bridge. You don't want to be ugly and mean. It's unprofessional and unethical. Even if you would rather drive off the nearest cliff than work with a client again, it's still best not to burn those bridges. I recommend the good old, it's not you, it's me approach. Explain why you don't think your company is a good fit for their needs anymore. Blame it on whatever you want. You no longer have the time that their projects deserve. You're changing directions. You feel like you don't have a team large enough to accommodate their growing needs. Whatever. But you have to be firm. Don't apologize. Just state the facts. And don't let the client talk you out of your decision. It helps to go in with an exit plan. 
before you ever broach the discussion, assess everything you need to do to wrap up current projects and tie up loose ends. You never want to leave clients in the lurch no matter how much you dislike them. So make it clear that you plan to finish all your current assignments. Set firm dates for completion of all work and define the exact day that your contract with them ends. If you go in with a final task list and specific dates, it will be less disruptive to your customer's business and they are far more likely to accept your decision with grace. If you can suggest a replacement, do it. This is especially helpful for good clients whose needs no longer mesh with your business. If you like them and you want to leave the door open for possible future collaborations, this is a great way to continue a good professional relationship even if you're no longer working with them. Choose the best form of communication for this discussion. It's always harder to have these conversations in person or over the phone, but sending an email could be considered cowardly. The exception is if email is your main form of communication with that client. In that case, go for it. But also remember that the email is considered written communication of that termination, which is always good for legal purposes too. Now there's one other way you can end a relationship without having to do the dirty work. If you're really undecided or you just can't bring yourself to confront the problem, you can always raise your prices to the point that they can no longer afford you. But I don't recommend it if you really don't think you can continue to work with this person. What will you do if they agree to your new pricing? Sure, you'll make more money, but you'll be stuck with them. Decide if it's worth it before going that route. They won't always turn away from a price increase, especially if they know your true value and they really love working with you even though you don't love working with them. Raising prices isn't necessarily the answer, so be sure it's going to work if that's what you want to do to turn them away. So now I want to end on a positive note and celebrate amazing clients. Think about the people that make your job awesome. These are the ones whose projects excite you, the ones whose causes resonate with you and make you feel pride in your work, the ones whose conversations leave you excited, energized, and ready to take on the next project. These are the clients who make your job worthwhile and you want as many of them as you can get. Never be afraid to lose a client that's not a good fit for your business. You're just making space for the right ones. And be sure you're continually updating that ideal client avatar that I know you have written out so that every time you find a client that you absolutely love and adore, you make sure their characteristics and the reasons why you love them are included in your client avatar so that your marketing and your sales calls and your prospecting all attract that kind of client. Alrighty, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on ending client relationships or your true tales of nightmare clients. Share your stories on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And come back next week because we'll be concluding our Know When to Say No series with a discussion of when and how to let a team member go. You won't want to miss it. We're going to have some great tips and helpful ways to do that. So don't forget to subscribe and come see me next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.